A Shot of Wrestling, episode 72, and away we go. I see busting freestyles and stone cold strutting and hitting the attitude adjustment. Brothers of destruction, undertake the change. Sit in the fire or get pooed like Roman Reigns. Get this dude love and you got my back. Man, you're so kind and hit that Cactus Jack. It's Patty Yag, the face that runs the place now. So phenomenal and I'm breaking the walls down. You're about to get hit. We going off the script. If you don't submit, you get hit with the super kick. We talk that WWE. It's a shot of wrestling with Green Man and MJC. It's a shot of wrestling coming to you pre-recorded from Omega Studios. On tonight's show, the return of everyone's favorite drinking game, Words of Wrestling. Eric Jaden responds to the ultraviolet beer pong match made by the Boulevard Bullies. And a shot of wrestling rap battle featuring MJP and Green Fizzle. I'm the Green Man, and along with me each and every week, the single white male requesting to have a threesome with Maria and Mike Canellis, he's your host, Michael J. Canellis! I mean, Putty. Hey, what's going on? <laughs> hey! So, uh, did you slip into Mike Bennett's DM? What's, what's going on? Are you trying really hard? For what? I don't, I don't get this joke. I don't get this reference. Mike, you could you could have a Maria sandwich. Mike, Mike, Maria in the middle. The Canellis clan. They're married. I wouldn't want to spoil that. Maybe they're Sanders. swingers. Who knows? Maybe they're into stuff like that. I doubt it. <laughs> How's your week? How are you doing today, Michael J? I'm um, great. I'm fantastic. How are you? Uh, doing so good. Freaking exhausted. Um, not as exhausted as our sponsor... Matthew Ryan Shapiro, who just finished getting off a great episode of the Eric Bischoff podcast. Did you take a listen to that, Michael J. Putty? I can't say I did. I mean, it, it was good, so let me fill you in. He talked all about Capital Wrestling, the upbringing of it, the the minds behind the 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 big show that's going to be coming up on July 29th at the Capital Arena in Hoboken. What's next in Capital Wrestling, you say? Listen to the Eric Bischoff Podcast and find out straight from the horse's mouth, Matthew Ryan Shapiro. So he tells you everything you need to know. Everything I need to know. Oh, great. I mean, but I feel like there's a little bit more left over. I'm going to start poking a little bit, see if we could get some little extra juice. No, I think you just said everything's the answer. (laughs) Why bother? If that's all the answers there, why bother? Waste your time. You're a busy man. Don't waste your time. Well, listen. He is our sponsor, so we have to pay our respects. He's paying the bills. So why don't we just go right now to the man. My name is Matthew Ryan Shapiro. Are you a professional wrestler in need of management? Do you need that something extra to take you to the next level? Do you need someone to manage your affairs and cut through all the political red tape of professional wrestling? Well, allow me, the Esquire of Excellence, to help you achieve your goals and turn you into a star. I'd been wrestling for seven years and wasn't getting matches I felt that I deserved. I'd been looked over by every promotion until Matthew Ryan Shapiro. He got me the matches I felt that I deserved. 
Thanks, Matthew Ryan Shapiro. You want someone with experience representing you. You want someone with the intelligence, tact, and gall to get you where you need to be. Why do all the thinking for yourself when I can do all the thinking for you? I was literally losing every match I had, even the title matches. I just didn't have the focus I needed until Matthew Ryan Shapiro. Now, he gave me my own world title. Thank you, Matthew Ryan Shapiro. I know I may be throwing a lot of big words at you that you probably don't understand. I know I can be pretty intimidating, but I guarantee you'll want me in your corner to make your dreams a reality. Shapiro? That motherfucker! You've seen the testimonials. You've seen the change that I can bring to professional wrestling. You want to talk to Matthew Ryan Shapiro? You want to get me on the horn? Easiest way to do that is by following me on Twitter at M. Ryan Shapiro. And if you can't spell my name, you can't afford my services. Facebook.com slash Matthew Ryan Shapiro or in the little search bar just type Matthew Ryan Shapiro. Two P's in Matthew. Unlike you people, I need to double P everything. And also email me at MatthewRyanShapiro at gmail.com or ProWrestlingTees.com slash MRyanShapiro. Buy my stuff. Well, that's it. Matthew Ryan Shapiro, if you want his services, he's a very busy man. Busy because he is not only with all the great clients under his belt, but he is working hard to get these championships. So congratulations are in due because he just helped the New York Wrecking Crew win the HOG Tag Team Championships. Congratulations, Mr. Shapiro. Thank you for being our sponsor and for helping that team to all its glory. You know you have a microphone in front of your face, right? Right in front of my face. Why are you yelling? (laughs) Makes no sense. You're off the charts here. Crazy. Freaking Michael J. Putty and the levels. Um, But Michael J., before we go any further, I, I, I have to bring back the hair of the dog. Okay. So now this is going way back into some of our earlier earlier shows and, and we rarely mess up but la- last week i messed up a little bit so michael j pray why don't you explain to everybody what hair of the dog is the phrase comes from the expression hair of the dog that bit you meaning that the best cure for what ails you is have some more of it in ancient times it was literally used to say that it can a do- if a dog were to bit you putting a dog's hair in the wound would heal it so what do we need healing from this week Michael J. Putty, there was a phone call last week from a gentleman in Alabama. Now, if you listen to last week's show, uh, had a few shots towards the end of it, and I misunderstood what that gentleman was saying. I, I don't even know if I should call him a gentleman, but but he wanted us to make T-shirts. What yes. are those T-shirts? What what, remind us what, what the t-shirt, uh, he wanted the T-shirt to say. Beat those ninjas. Be, beat those ninjas. Now, yeah. when I listened to the show... I got what he wanted that T-shirt to mean, and and I completely disagree. I will never make those T-shirts. Um, he's ignorant. He's a fuck who tried to fuck with me, and that's all I have to say about that. So, with that said, I apologize if I offended anyone on saying that I would make those shirts because I fu- I myself was offended by even thinking that I would say 
I would make a shirt like that. It's a problem with ninjas. Fuck him. Beat the Ninja Turtles, maybe? But yeah. beat those ninjas. No, sir. I know what you meant. There's some good ninjas out there. It's very disrespectful. It's ignorant is what it is. It's ignorant. So you don't like Asian people? Huh? So you don't like Asian people? Like you, well, why, you, why you, do, you're hating on some ninjas right now. Why, why do ninjas need to be Asian? Why can't ninjas be Ecuadorian? Or Colombian? That's, that's not happening. Or, or that's Guatemalan? That's not happening. You know? Brazilian. They Come on. Be, they can't into the costume. But we've already given this show, this guy too much of our time. Um, so, Michael J. Putty, I'm going to go down to the bar, grab a few drinks, because we're bringing back a very exciting uh, uh, a show. Uh, very game. exciting. Very exciting game. We're, we're teaching everybody. So, show's all yours. Take it away, Michael J. Oh, fucking time. Jesus Christ. I've been waiting 72 weeks for this. Well, here we go. Before I go, I just wanted to crack the beer. All right, goodbye. Okay. Is he gone? Thank God. Green Man sucks. Anyway, words of wrestling. In professional wrestling, the term over has two definitions. It can either refer to a formal who has fans care about or act of making someone look good, often by losing to them. Over has a denotation to the fans believing in the wrestler such as they are willing to boo and cheer his character as if his matches were not a work. Wrestlers who are over as a heel will get booed, while some who are over as a face, they'll get cheered. The term likely originates from the days when promoters did not acknowledge that pro wrestling was scripted and the wrestlers were thought to be tricking or, you know, putting one over on the fans. So now that you know the meaning of the word, you can play along to this week's drinking game. Take a shot every time we say the word over. Do not miss doing that. Uh, is Creamin at the bar yet? No? Okay. Alright. Uh, oh, Slammiversary happened. Talked about that last week. Forgot about that. Did you watch it? Probably not. Let's go down the results right quick. Ali, Ali Braxton Sutter, and Mahabali Shara mm. defeated KM, Congo Khan, and Laurel Van Ness. The Latin American Exchange defeated Drago and El Hio Del Fan the luck couple of teams to become the United Impact and GFW Tag Team Champions. D'Angelo Williams and Moose defeated Chris Adonis and Eli Drake. EC3 defeated James Storm. Jeremy Boras and Joseph Park defeated Josh Matthews and Big Papa Pump Scott Steiner. Alicia Edwards and Eddie Edwards defeated Angelina Love and Davey Richards. Sanjay Dutt, this is a long card. Sanjay Dot defeated Loki 2-1 to one, to retain the X Division Championship. Sienna defeated Rosemary to become the Unified Impact and not a GFW Women's Champion. And finally, Alberto El Patron defeated Lashley to become the Unified Impact and GFW Global Champion. The report is that Paige was actually backstage and rumored to be sitting front row wearing a mask during his match. Given that she is under contract with WWE, that would be a uh, breach of her contract. So... So let's hope that's not true. All right. What's that? Sounds like a great show. Okay. See if Green Man's there. Green Man, are you there? Michael J. Putty, my man. I am down here. At, ooh. Yeah, cheers to you, my friend. I am here at the bar, behind the bar, with tonight's drink. Uh, did you let everybody know the word of the word of the day? The word of our wrestling shows? Episode 72 word? Oh, where's Mike? 
he he usually does this. No, 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 no. Green Man is back, baby. I am behind the bar. Mike yeah. Mike's busy uh, tending drinks somewhere else. Don't worry about him. We got he, the Green he, Man tonight. He usually, he usually does this. We have a little woody banter back and forth, and um, you, was, you should, should be in studio, not at the bar. That's what Mike's for. <laughs> Do you want me to get Mike the bartender? No, for he's, you? he's busy. He's busy. You know, what I'm saying? you know, hey, he's got he's got to work, just like I have to work. And let me tell you about tonight's drink because you know, it, you're at a bar, you still have a microphone, and he's a scream. <laughs> <laughs> this guy, this guy. Let me tell you, man, um, because we are answering the Boulevard Bullies Challenge this week. We are uh, keeping it nice and simple, and we're doing Bully Wisers. Um, so the ingredients for a Bully Wiser is. One cold, very cold, freezing cold, can, like big gazungas, big can, you know, like the one I just opened before I came down here, of uh, Miller Lite. Why would you open a beer before you go to a bar? And only Miller Lite. Now, you add some Daniel Daniel Bryan beards, and there you have it, the Bullywiser. And that's what we're drinking Anytime you hear the word over. You're the beard to the drink? That, that, we're just doing there's, bullywisers. There's, That's beer, what it is. there's beer hair in the drink? Huh? Is there beer hair in the drink? The, the Daniel, well, if you have a Daniel Bryan beard, maybe you get oh, some okay. beard hair in it. You know? All right. That's great. So uh, why don't you get the news started? I'll be right up there. Oh, that's, all, that's it? That's what you that's, came that's down it. here for? That's, that's it. I just wanted to let you know we're doing bullywisers tonight. Mike could have done that. <laughs> It's in the news with Michael J. Putty and the Green Man. All right, Michael J. Putty, I made it just in time to take the first news of the night. And this is breaking news for us this evening. WWE has announced on their official website that they have come to terms on the release of Austin Aries. WWE wishes Aries the best in all of his future endeavors. Recently, during an interview on Busted Open, Aries noted that he would be taking some time off. If he said, and I quote, I've got some stuff going on, but just to be fair, you could probably say that for a lot of the locker room, it's kind of part of what we do. I don't think anyone is ever 100%. So I got a couple things going on, and obviously at this point, it might be better for me to take some good time and a little break, which could consist of two days to just some of those things. Try and get my mind and body right and then come back and figure out what's going to be next and what's the direction going to be. Others have noted that Austin Aries has been fed up on his uh, creative control over himself in the cruiserweight and... I would have to agree with that part, Michael J. Putty, when I saw him at the cru- in, in the cruiserweight division. It's someone that I could see as a big heavyweight. Like, why isn't Finn Balor in the cruiserweights and holding mm-hmm. his own there? You know, they had to put Austin Aries there. I think he, he does definitely deserves a lot more. And I, I, I can't say with all certainty that if the price was right and TNA or Ring of Honor gave him something good to work with, that we may not see him back in any of those in there organizations or work in the indie circuit and back at the Elks Lodge one day in other news. Plus it's just on his smoking hot girlfriend too. Hmm. 
uh, Smith Hart, the eldest brother of Brett and late great Owen, was, has sadly passed away at the age of 68 following a battle with terminal prostate cancer. He was trained in the famous Hart Dungeon and spent the majority of his life performing for Stampede Wrestling and the World Wrestling Council. He even once teamed up with Brett to capture the WWC Caribbean Tag Team Champions. Chips. A uh, touching tribute was actually posted on his official Facebook page. Definitely worth a read. It's very nice. WWE issued the following statement. WWE is saddened to learn that Smith Hart, member of the storied Hart wrestling family and the uncle of superstar Natalia, passed away at the age of 68, the oldest of 12 Hart family children. Smith made a notable name for himself in the sports entertainment industry around the globe. Throughout the 1970s and 80s, Smith competed across Japan, National Wrestling Alliance, and his father's homegrown Canadian promotion, Stampede Wrestling. Smith also made several memorial, memorable appearances throughout his career, most notably at WrestleMania 26, where he assisted his brother in his match against Mr. McMahon. Mm-hmm. WWE extends his condolences to the Smith family, friends, and fans. Well, we here would like to echo that sentiment, and on behalf of everyone here, send our thoughts and condolences to him and his, uh, his family. Well, from one family, Michael J. Putty, to another. In all, in all the news. It's being reported that while the Miz TV segment with the Ball family was going on in the ring, WWE officials backstage were in an absolute panic to try to end the segment as soon as possible. The segment was already not going the way they had rehearsed it, like when LeVar told LaMelo to handle his light work and LaMelo was supposed to get in the Miz's face, but never did. Then when LeVar took his shirt off when he was face-to-face with the Miz, well, WWE producer Kevin Dunn made the call to send out Dean Ambrose a bit earlier than he was originally supposed to try to wrap up this segment. When LaMelo used the N-word, and that's what I was referred to earlier, ninjas, the people in the production truck... He didn't say ninjas. (laughs) The people in the production truck, including Kevin Dunn, were said to be furious. The Ball family was supposed to be ringside during the six-man tag team match, but they were quickly taken backstage. When they had rehearsed the segment earlier that day, it apparently went fairly well, so WWE officials were hopeful that it would be a good segment on television. But that was not the case. In other news... Maria Menudos. Uh, love Your yes, from way back since high yeah. school days. Former well, uh, Francis Lewis Prep alum, right? Uh, that's not a thing. That's, 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 not, not, a, a, that's not a school. No? Uh, <laughs> who was, a, as we all know, a regular on the red carpets and even stepped in the ring at WrestleMania 28 in Miami? Right? Against uh, Beth Phoenix and E. Torres in 2012? Yeah. She revealed she has been diagnosed with a brain tumor back in February while her own mother was battling stage 4 cancer in her brain as well. Menudos has since had that tumor which was benign, removed via surgery. She announced she'll be stepping away from her full-time hosting duties at E! News while she continues to undergo treatment. She took to Instagram to thank her fans for their support. And I quote, first, I want to say thank you to all the we- for all the well wishes, prayers, and support. It's been a crazy time here in our home. I want to, you to all know I'm okay. Seriously, I'm recovering well, and you should be and should be as good as new very soon. Luckily, I don't need any further treatments, but I can't say the same for my mom. So please keep her in your thoughts and prayers. We will. You know the news. 
Oh, Michael J. Putty, the, the news just keeps getting worse and worse this is a here week. on a shot of wrestling. Now, as we reported last week, this du- is a good one. This is good stuff. WWE Tough Enough three winner Matt Capatelli underwent brain surgery to remove the return of a large tumor. He has posted an update on his Facebook page detailing how the surgery went. And I quote, to give everyone the best update I can, here we go. The doctor said my surgery was very successful and they were able to accomplish exactly what they set out to do. From start to finish, the surgery took between 9 to 10 hours. As I stated before, there is still an inoperable portion of the tumor in my brain system that will have to be dealt with at a later time. Once we have the pathology report, we will know what type of tumor we're dealing with and how to attack the portion in my brainstem with the most effective treatment protocol. The fight will continue. This is just the next step. Thanks for all your prayers, messages, and kind words. I love you all. You're welcome. We love you too, my man. Speedy recovery in other news. Strike an interview. I'm on it. Uh, the hits keep on coming. WWNXT superstar Eric Young has taken to his official Instagram to announce the sad news that his mother, Sandy, passed away from also cancer. Ouch. And I quote, one of my proudest professional moments was winning my first world title. One of my proudest moments in life was seeing how proud this perfect human being was for my accomplishments. Hashtag for cancer. <clears throat> Becoming a trend here on behalf of everyone here. I'm shot of wrestling. <laughs> We'd like to send our condolences to Eric Young and his family. Wow. Cancer is really getting over here tonight, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, another news. Well, during a recent... Change the subject. Yeah, yeah please. <laughs> Could I? Yeah. Thank you. Uh, well, during a recent appearance of Primo Nutmeg Podcast, Ken Shamrock, was, Ken Shamrock was asked whether or not he would be interested in a return to WWE to potentially face current Universal Champion Brock Lesnar. And he said, and I quote, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. That's something I would love to do. I think that Brock Lesnar, with his type of style of just... Uh, big muscles, slow-moving power type stuff, and um, that I could really work a great match with him. Yeah, so could you and everybody else, Ken Shamrock, in other news. Uh, that was a pretty damn good impression. <laughs> well done. I thought he was sitting right here. Thank you. <laughs> well, well, well. Earlier, th- earlier this week, Bob Dynachenko, not bad, from Chrome Tech, a security firm, spoke to Forbes saying that he had uncovered a huge unprotected WWE database which held data on more than 3 million users and noted it was open to anyone with access to a web address. What? The data, which contains home, email addresses, birthdays, as well as customers' children's age ranges, gender, was sitting on an Amazon service S3 server without username password protection. It is likely the database had been misconfigured by WWE or an IT partner much in the same manner as other recent leaks on the Amazon-hosted infrastructure. WWE issued the following statement, and I quote, although no credit card or password information was included and therefore not at risk, WWE is investigating a vulnerability of a database housed at the Amazon Web Service, AWS, which has now been secured. WWE is utilizing leading cybersecurity firm Smartronics and... 
someone else to manage data infrastructure and cybersecurity to conduct regular security audits, blah, 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 blah. We are currently working on... Yeah, okay. I wonder if I was affected. Maybe. That sucks. Yeah. yeah. You can have it. I, we, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't do that take. What information you, would you be protective of? Birthday? No. Social security number, obviously. Social, okay. Pictures on my phone. Yeah. Um, uh, that's it. Yeah. Pages. Uh, Another news. Okay. Pages nudes. Ah, those were already leaked. Well, WWE's latest DVD and Blu-ray released. Fight. Owens Fight. The Kevin Owens story was officially released this week. It has promised to be one of the company's hottest home video releases in a while. And if the opening day sales are anything to go by, it is doing great. The new 3DS set has sold out on Amazon in both the standard DVD and the Blu-ray editions. PW Insider is also reporting that a sample of retailers in the New York City area indicate that they are selling like hotcakes, Michael J. Putty. Hotcakes. In the more traditional stores. You got my hands on one. <laughs> now, Green Man reached out to Curbside Hero on Instagram, who respectively declined to give us a review. So, Michael J. Putty, maybe you could give us a review of this 3D set? Um, yeah, because I want to spend my money to buy a DVD. One, give me <clears throat> two months, maybe, not even. It'll be on the network for free. I'm all right. I'll wait. And oh, I can, I can give you a uh, This fat Canadian guy was born into wrestling. He does, he does an awesome job. Uh, <laughs> everyone loved him. He came to WWE. People still love him. Yeah. Mm. End of uh, review. Uh, two out of three turnbuckles. <laughs> two out of three turnbuckles. Mm. You know, you, you work for a shot of wrestling here. You could at least give him three out of five shots of wrestling. No. That's, In other that's news. not my grading system. <laughs> Impact Wrestling has officially acquired Jeff Jarrett's Global Force Wrestling and has plans to rebrand itself as GFW. The Thursday night show on TV will remain as Impact. However, in order to distance itself from the old TNA, TNA name, legal drama, and financial issues, the company Anthem Sports, the parent company, will be rebranding TNA Wrestling as GFW with Jeff Jarrett remaining in creative head of Impact. GFW headquarters will be located in Skywalk Studios and will be using Sunday Night Slammiversary pay-per-view as the relaunch of the company, which they did. Because this is, didn't update this. Jeff Jarrett had the following statement, and I quote, we are, we are a global brand. We have a partnership in Mexico, Japan, and other places. Collectively coming together, we combine forces, basically, and rebranded the final touches happening on Slammiversary. Ed Nordholm added that TNA's double meaning was a turnoff to many potential marketing partners due to TNA not only standing for total non-stop action, but also having a, uh, como dice, sexual connotation. <laughs> uh, they are also working with the on-demand servers to access their vast impact tape library. I gotta say, Michael J., um, Jeff Jarrett is a good starter, but a horrible finisher. He started one of the founders of TNA and then left that shit Dry. He sold I it for a, a high ass amount of money. And now he's smart man. He's starting a started a new thing, Global Force Wrestling. And again, he's just like let it go. He went back, he went like, back to his like baby. What, yeah. Like what's Great. his like what's his deal? He's a uh, good starter, bad finish. Smart, like what is he? Smart businessman. I don't know what your problem is. Ellen knows. Well, James Storm recently sat down with Josh Barnett of USA Today's For the Win section. He talked about his time in NXT. Everything is about timing, he said. I didn't think it was the right time. I was treated with respect, 
When I went down there, Hunter and I talked about things. He just said, at the end of the day, you have to do what's best for you. Mm -hmm. If things don't work out, you have my number. Give me a call. It was great for him to say that to me. At the time, I don't think I was ready for it. With some stuff with family life and my personal life to Mm -hmm. take care of, he understood that. It had nothing to do with wrestling, but never say never is the wrestler's motto that we live by. And if presented itself, I would talk it over with my family again and see what we can do. I hope so. That'll be cool. Yeah. It's good to have... uh, I mean, James Storm is very respected. You know, he was a great contribution during his time. So I would love to see him back in other news. During this week's GFW Impact Wrestling... that's That's a mouthful. That's a mouthful. Uh, <laughs> the television tapings. Gail Kim appeared before the crowd and made the announcement that in the year 2017 will be her final year in the ring. Kim is a former six-time TNA Knockouts champion as well as the inaugural title holder. She's also a former Knockouts Tag Team champion, 2007 Knockout of the Year, and 2016 TNA Hall of Famer. During her time with the WWE, she also won the Women's Championship. In addition, former TNA Knockout Velvet Sky recently sat down for an interview. And reveal that she is stepping away from professional wrestling to focus on going back to college. Mm-hmm. And I quote, wrestling has a shelf life. College doesn't. You can be 50 years old and go to college for your degree. You can't be 50 years old and train to be a pro wrestler. I don't know. We'll see you in, uh, when I reach 50. Yeah. Soon, right? Uh, another news. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Michael uh, J. Uh, Putty. Uh, in regards to the lead is on the broken Hardy legal battle between the Hardys and Anthem Media. There appears to be some good news. Dave Messler revealed that the Hardys could be getting the broken gimmick soon with a resolution to the matter expected very soon. In other Hardy news, Jeff Hardy will be hosting a CD release party, an after party in honor of his band, Parox Y Gen. Their latest album, Procession of the Equinox, the show will take place after Raw on July 17th at the Valentine in Nashville, Tennessee. The doors open at 10 p.m. with Biggie Vinny and Jared Blake awesome. taking the stage before the Hardys at 11 p.m. This event is open to ages 21 and over, and tickets can be purchased on JeffHardyBrand.com for just $15 hairs. Matt Prowse pronouncing that band name. In no, I had no clue. <laughs> in other news, 2K revealed the first feature set to, uh, for the upcoming 2K18 video game, which will be coming on October 17th, which I've also pre-owned. Which means I get Kurt Angle now. Shit, nice. My, a new My Player experience introduces fighting styles and a brand new upgrade and progression system. A brand new My Career experience incorporates a new story and free roaming backstage area that will enable My Player characters to interact with other WWE superstars and help direct the narrative. An all-new Road to Glory mode that lets players compete against others using their My Player character in a quest to qualify for WWE pay-per-view events. I'm so excited. And a brand-new commentary team of Michael Cole, Byron Saxon, and the Corey Graves. Shit, oh, I'm getting a boner. I got a fucking pre-order this. Psh, wait, I did. You know the news. Superluchas.com is reporting that SmackDown Live tag team Primo and Epico Cologne have apparently requested their release from WWE. According to the website, the speculation began when ProWrestlingTees.com began posting images for a new t-shirt for Orlando Cologne, which is Epico's real name. As many of you know, those who are currently on WWE's roster are generally only allowed to sell merchandise via 
WWE.com. Although, according to PWInsider.com, they have confirmed that Primo and Epico are currently booked for upcoming SmackDown Live branded events and are expected to appear at these events. The report further states that at present, there is no evidence at this time to the SuperLuchas.com report that the duo have reportedly asked for the release from the WWE. Mm-hmm. In other news. Keep an update on that one. That's interesting. Will do. Uh, WWE has announced two more names for the upcoming May Young Classic Women's Tournament. Very excited. Who are these names, Michael? Sage Jay? Beckett, who trained under Bubba and Devon Dudley mm. at the Team 3D Academy, and Rhea Ripley. Ooh. So as of this recording, the list of women include Rhea Ripley, Kari Sane, Bianca Belair, Piper Niven, Dakota Kai, Dusty Blanchard, Abby Leith. Tanya Conti, Jazzy Gabbert, Kavati Devoti, Tony Storm, somebody else, Lacey Evans, Sarah Logan, and Vanessa Bourne. Any front runners for you as who could win the whole shebang? Uh, close my eyes. Stop. Tony Storm. I'm going to go with Tessa Blanchard. Of course you would. She's your fucking come girlfriend. Oh, news. She's fucking hot. Nice piece of ash. Not as good as Mandy Rose. I'm waiting for her to come out. Ha <laughs> ha. Well, Michael J. Putty, let's end this. Oh. <laughs> Michael J. Totally off script. Go ahead. We're Is running you? long on time. Let me interrupt you here. Go ahead. They held last year, they held a Cruiserweight Classic. Yes. I automatically assumed that winner would become the Cruiserweight Champion. All right? You don't okay. believe me in that. Uh huh. So I'm assuming this woman gets a belt as well. Okay. But the women have the belts already, there's no belt to give. So she's obviously getting that trophy in the logo. It's a beautiful trophy. She's getting a trophy. Yeah. She has to get a belt. She should. Right? Because she, she won something. But then what? what you don't give out trophies. But there's, a, a fucking but there's an NXT women's champion. Yes. Who? Who? Has now this, who? Who? decided not to compete anymore until they get real competition. Oh. So how about she goes away for a little bit. Nice. Book it. The winner of the NXT, this, this thing. The May Young beco- Classic. Comes a new champion. Fucking what's your name comes back. Mm. Uh, we call it uh, Disputed Champion. Ooh. I like this. First but, thoughts. Look at MJP. Yeah. Now, now it's, it's live on a shot of wrestling. If it happens, MJP yeah. pr- predicted this. He booked it. Um, but like I was saying, we're going to end on some good news. WWE officials are reportedly planning to make this year's 30th anniversary of SummerSlam, one of the biggest. The latest rumors suggest that AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura may be one of the dream matches featured on the card. In addition, there are rumors on the return of Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle is set to face and take on Triple H. Thoughts? Are you down with this? Yeah, that's cool. Well, breaking news on a shot of wrestling uh, Instagram. AJ Styles just won the United States Championship. You think he's going to be able to hold on to this championship belt and take it to SummerSlam against Shinsuke Nakamura? Yeah, sure, why not? Could this be the first time that a Japanese superstar ever been United States champion? Can you name another? Um, uh, Okay. Yeah, sure. All right, Michael J. Putty. That's it for the news. About time. That's not like I, long. That was a long one this week. I need, I need to warm up for my rap battle. It's coming soon, baby. I'm going to take you down. Take you down to Chinatown, baby. <laughs> <laughs>
A shot of wrestling presents Raw and SmackDown here and here. All right, you have anything for Raw? Well, do I have anything? I mean, I have some good stuff. So let me tell you. Oh, make it quick because just like every week, there's more cheers than heels for me. So maybe I should get the heels out of the way. I'm a heel Enze Omori's gangsta tear and fake ass tattoo. Was it a gangsta tear? I thought it was like a bruise. <laughs> Look, he got punched in the face. Uh, the only reason I, I thought at first I thought it was like cool. It, it was a good visual, but dude started sweating, and I could tell he was very conscious about not rubbing his face or drying his face off with the sweat because he knew his gangsta tattoo would rub away. Okay. So my dude, now you. You're into tattoos. We've seen your tattoos before, right? If that shit ain't real, don't just scribble it on, all right? Because then you're going to have a couple haters. You're going to end up a, with a couple heels, a couple heels for you with a Z. Now let's ride on the Cheers train, the Cheers bandwagon. I have to say I'm going to cheer the Enzo Amori speaking the truth down to the grid and nitty on his promo. That dude, and I posted this on my Instagram, that dude's mouth is going to get him so over, so much more over than Big Cass's size will ever get him. In TNA? Yeah, no problem. Oh, no, 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 no. I was, thinking, I was watching that. Like, What would his TNA name be? <laughs> and did you have any thoughts? None. En- Enzo Fizzle? No. And Jizzle? <laughs> I mean, that guy killed it in that promo. And the fact that... It, they didn't just stop at that promo, and they and he went to the back to attack Big Cass. was was just perfection. It's a great way for Raw to fill those three hours, and, and really allow us to invest in not just one segment of one character, but really build into the story into a full show. Okay, I'm gonna cheers the Mistrach becoming the leading faction in the WWE. I mean, come on. These guys got style. They got charisma. They got toughness. And they got Maurice. Come on. The best thing going on Raw right now. Okay. I'm a cheers Apollo Crews. Now, you may be asking yourself, why aren't you cheering Braun Strowman? No, I'm saying, why are you cheering Apollo Crews? Well, <laughs> well, Apollo Crews for showing that losing could still look good. When you let Braun Strowman kick your ass that that kick when paul cruz was doing that flip 
was timed perfectly. And, and, and to Corey Gray's reaction, like, like he literally was ready to say, holy shit. What, what, what? Like he had no words. You know, like he, he, he was choking on his words because it was a great visual. I think even Mick Foley chimed in on his Twitter and literally said it's one of the best things he's seen in wrestling in a really long time. Okay. Um, I got to tell you, man, Braun Strowman, if, if you're going to get your ass kicked by anyone, get a kick by Braun Strowman because he has put people over. Now, if you think about it, he has put people over like Kalisto, James Ellsworth, Roman Reigns. So, Paul Cruz, if, if you're going to get your ass beat, Braun Strowman is the man to beat it for you. Okay. Finally, my last cheers of the night goes to the encounter between Brock Lesnar and Samoa Joe. <laughs> now, I love Lesnar's cool, laid-back demeanor. He shows off this big, strong champion. You know, like, he ain't sweating the small stuff. And I'll be terrified of Samoa Joe. But to Brock Lesnar, Samoa Joe ain't shit. And I loved it. Which is why I also love Samoa Joe's big aggression. The fact that he's trying to prove himself. Like, dude, I... I'm someone you should be fearing. I'm the one who choked out your manager. I'm the one who laid you out, who literally took the breath and color out of your face. I'm that dude. And if you ain't sweating me yet, I'm going to go out. I'm going to find you. And I'm going to show you why you need to be afraid. I'm really excited about this match at, at uh, Great Balls of Fire, uh, Michael J. Putty. Uh, did, did, okay. did this segment sell that match to you? No. Um, I talked about it a few weeks ago. If you're gonna have Brock Lesnar here, whenever he damn well pleases, it sucks because no one cares about Brock Lesnar. He cares to hear what he was out for three months. This is what I liked. They listened to me again, Not again. They had Brock Lesnar last week. Clearly, this was pre-taped. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming it's pre-taped. If I'm wrong, don't tell me. So yeah, keep doing that. Keep pre-taping stuff for Brock Lesnar. You can air at later dates so that he stays on our TV and stays somewhat relevant. Great point. That's, that's why you're the producer. See, that's Thanks. your pro- producing mind really really coming to, to blows. Um, anything to add on Monday Night Raw? Are you ready for the... I was also surprised they used the SmackDown set. Usually when they do tape back-to-back, mm. they use a Raw set, which is... I like the SmackDown set better. It looks nicer. So I was happy to see that. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, don't throw, that's all I have for Raw. No, that's it. Now, this is a transition. Uh, you may want to tape this because this is probably the we first are. and only time you're, you're, you're going you're gonna to hear this. But on to the A-Show, SmackDown Live, who literally, in the mind of the Green Man, killed it from the beginning to the end of the show. There was no dull moments. Michael J. Putty, I'm interested to hear if you have any heels for this show. I have two. What? Interested. Go ahead. Uh... It's piggybacks off a cheer, so I got cheer. John Cena's coming back. Okay. Did you like the build? And I don't care about the build. Don't I? I was happy to see him back. You missed that guy. Cut a great promo. Old school John Cena. Part of the course. Yeah. I think I hear Rusev coming out. Really? I like Rusev. I enjoyed that. I'm a Rusev guy. I'm going to see where he goes without Lana. But I get the whole patriotic thing, especially on 4th of July. Uh-huh. But we've seen it already. We've seen this feud already. Give me someone new. I want something fresh. Give me like a Baron Corbin. Give Baron. me a Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> you know, just give me even freaking, what's his name? Ginger Mahal come out just to say something. Give me something. Not fucking this thing I've seen twice already. 
I enjoyed it. I mean, I haven't seen Rusev in a long time, and and, and yeah, handsome Rusev. You, you know, handsome. handsome Rusev deserves his own freaking time. He deserves his push. He deserves to get over in commercials and, and leading up to his return. And and no, John Cena gets it all. But okay, now that you bring this up, this is the this is the one thing I hated. Uh, not hated. Maybe I I could heal it a little bit about about SmackDown. The fact that. It's the same all song and dance. The only thing that you could get on John Cena is that John Cena gets everything because he's John Cena. So little old me is not getting anything because of John Cena. It's the CM Punk storyline now reincarnated on Rusev and Cena. Um, also uh, healed. Um, that's that guy. That guy. All right. You can't have a guy come out. Which guy? And do Aiden English. <laughs> you can't have Aiden English come out to do the singing gimmick. Right. And then after he disposes of Randy Orton, surprisingly, his gimmick that he, he sings, he's a Broadway trained actor. Right. So he starts singing and you cut him off by going to commercial? That wholly ruins his shtick. Right. You're right. Let him finish the song. Again, the Ar- production minus at work. Orton attacks him, then he cuts the commercial because that commercial was played during. The commercial had what was going on, so uh, let the guy sing. Come on, let him get over. Those are my only heels for Raw SmackDown. Wow, want to go on the Cheers train? Love the Cheers train. The, the rest of the show, probably. <laughs> of the good match between Styles and yes. Gable. Check yes. out Gable coming out with some hell. Near, freaking uh, yeah, man! Near falls. This is what I just mentioned. A fresh, new matchup. I liked it. Something different. This is what we used to do back in the fraternity days. We used to snap, you know, when we like stuff. Yeah, because we invented that. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, Ellsworth suspension. Not going to miss that guy. <laughs> uh, cheers to Mina coming out to save Lana. That was kind of hot. That was interesting. Where is that going to go? I don't know. Hopefully in my dreams. And, and, and the way that Tamina played it off, too, you know, she was just like, come on, get up. Get up. Yeah, very Let's dominating. go. Yeah. And like... Even Lana was playing it off like, I'm confused. Why? Like, Smoking if I get up, are you going to attack me? Like, I'd be afraid. That's nice. Yeah, I liked it. Cheers to the official start. What hopefully is the Zack Ryder heel turn. They tease it backstage, and then Mojo Rawley mm. tossing him out. Big things popping, little things stopping. I don't know. You disagree? I don't know. Okay, all right, all right. What else do I got here? I got so many things. So many great cheers. The rest of the show. Uh, I, 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 to me. I hate to say this. Go ahead. I, I but you're going to say it. I hate you when you, you, you hate when I repeat myself. I mean, you've been doing it for 72 freaking episodes. What? The Miz is awesome. Zack Ryder's great. The undercover stylings of Breeze Dango. <laughs> uh, it, it, was, it was stupid, but yet very entertaining. It was, it was great. It was different from the fashion file. The, the backstage segment, right? Yeah, the backstage segment was great. And then boom, they go hiding in the back. <laughs> yeah. And they cut to Renee, Renee Young, get her reaction, which I thought was nice. It was, a, it was awesome. Do you think now, Breeze Dango and the things that they're doing, do you think they're continuing to doing it because the wrestlers are getting like a kick out of it? Like, Yeah, I think so. Like, I, I felt like Renee Young like really loved being part of, of this little segment. And, <laughs> yeah, it was cool. And being the pun of their joke, you know? 
I think it, I think it's a little, it's a little rib, but probably a lot of inside jokes we don't even know about. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, it's one of the things that DX. If you look a lot of the mm-hmm. DX videos and and the things about the click back in the days, they were doing things that were funny to them. You know, and yep. if this is Breeze Dango really allowing being allowed to be themselves and and just do quirky, it's funky, better than, better than handing out those fashion tickets. Yeah, and, but that went nowhere. Now they got some, some comedy stylings, personality. I like it. Yeah, and damn, what's what's the Prince Pretty? Damn, he, he's a good-looking woman, handsome woman. Yeah, yeah. And my final cheers. I'm assuming you want to talk about this. Is the rap battle? Oh well, we got a rap battle here tonight, son. Uh, I'm ready. I, I thought it would be stupid. I thought it would be cheesy. Like, I agree. But it I was agree. actually damn pretty damn interesting. It was it was the show. It was the show. I like how they came out with their own entourages. Each. Yes, who the freak are these people? Um and I I personally would have given it to the Usos. I thought the Usos won. They had better lines, better material. They totally killed it. Um and and Wale did and not the, bad job the, though. Holding it down, holding it down, right? Yeah. Now go, while you're mentioning Wale, I love the fact that they didn't promote Wale that Wale just hit it on that night and he's like yeah I'm hosting this rap battle shit I got this on lockdown you know yeah it wasn't like uh, when Flow Rider oh next week on Monday Night Raw Flow Rider at Pitbull they did promote it I think it might have been on Raw or social media or something it wasn't on yeah, but, promoted but then that was the best, the, the right thing to do. Promote it on the social medias. Don't promote it on commercials leading up to the show because the less you talk about it, the better. You know, it, it really allows the magic to happen. And I, I, I mean, my sources say that, that the E just really had a lot of trust in, in the New Day and the Usos to go out there and really do what they wanted. And a lot of the things was not approved. Yeah, things are off script, yeah. It, it was a shoot. And and it was better for it. I mean, the line that went viral. You know what I'm talking about. Michael J. Putty, fill us in on that line. Which one? <laughs> the one about Xavier Woods being R-rated. It's the first time since the page porn shit that this has ever been mentioned. Oh, all the marks were going crazy, man. Yeah, it was great. Oh, I loved it. Which leads us to our own rap battle here on don't, A Shot of Wrestling. But before we get to that, let us know how the shows perform. So you, don't, you have nothing for SmackDown? Uh, I'm with you, man. It was, if this was the Monday Night Wars and you had SmackDown competing about with Monday Night Raw, SmackDown won hands down. SmackDown was better this past week. Raw drew a 2.839 million down from 2.977 million. In the coveted 18 to 49 demographic, Raw finished second for the night behind. Love and hip hop. Atlanta, yep. SmackDown drew a 2.329. This is down 11% from last week's 2.603. But since it was a holiday, this draft was not unexpected. SmackDown Live was number one in cable for the night and number one in the 18 to 49 demographic. Nice. Good things for them, eh? Michael J. Putty, do you need some shots? Do you need a little warm-up? Oh, definitely shots, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's time. time? It's, it's better time? It, it's time for this rap battle to go down. The first ever shot of wrestling rap battle. I'm ready to school the shit out of you, boy. You come asking for it, I'm going to give it I to you. I didn't ask for this. Strong. You texted me today saying, let's do a rap battle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, 
White boy, can you rap? Let's find out, baby. Because this Ecuadorian has you some know lyrics. Stop talking. Oh my god! He said, yeah, there's such a great ending, and then he just kept going on. <laughs> I'm fucking ready, oh man. Epic rap battles of history. Michael J. Putty is time. It's Green Fizzle in the house, and I'm ready to tear it down. Tear you a new one. Here we go. Uh, uh. I'm the green man and I'm here to say the show is better without Michael J. Ha! He may have the news and the chatter, but without the green man, MJP doesn't matter. I spit the truth and that's for certain. You're just a lonely man who's heading back to being a virgin. That may have cut deep, but it's the deepest you've been. Last time you got laid, you used a thimble just to protect your tip. Riddle me this, riddle me that. Your last day rejected you on Tinder, and that's a fact. (laughs) You posted your profile, and it was dull. The last time you got play, WCW Nitro was live from the mall. Ah, yeah. Okay. Love it. This guy called Green Man is so damn whack, I should go as vacant hell he is in the sack. This dude's so stupid, ugly, and gay, bitch couldn't get off watching a lesbian three-way. Remember when you quit this show and try to make it on your own? It's funny, without me you're nothing, yet I'm better off alone. You went nowhere fast, you thought people would be starstruck? Hopefully you realize now, Putty's the man, you're just a dumb fuck. Oh shit, man. <clears throat> Get a little beast in my voice, son. I'm gonna knock you out. Here we go. Who the hell are you trying to step to me? You're worse than Emelina, who only made it through one episode on TV. Cena, The Miz, they may be great, but fuck Zack Ryder, that dude is fake. I own this shit, it's all mine. Stop trying to rap on the green man's dime. Now it's time to bring this to an end. You're broke as fuck, and you lay on cartons just to go to bed. Uh. Ooh, good one. Just shut your mouth and know your role. Your jealousy makes you green, leaving you looking like a troll. Ring rats, boulevard bullies, are they your new homies? You fit right in, y'all just a bunch of jabronis. You sit there drinking your cheap-ass beer from the bodega? Well, you should be on your hands and knees thanking me for letting you in the studios of Omega. So do what you do best and cry me a fucking river. Hopelessly lost in this rap battle, can't even fucking deliver. Wow. Wow. All right. All right. Wow. You're back asking for more, so sit back and relax and make some s'mores. You are on this show because I let it. You heal on Raw one more time, boy, you're going to get it. You rep the Dolphins and the Mets, which means you're blind. It could be the reason you just learned how to fucking drive. Dude, I'm Sasha Banks of this bitch. I'm the boss who's going to give you your fucking pink slip. Michael J. Putty is so deserving <laughs> of this ass beating. Of this ass beating, I'm making you fucking earn it. Now it's time for my final line, so listen up closely. Nigga, I peeked in your drinks, so stay thirsty, homie. Oh, easiest way of my life. Backstreet boys are back. Apparently they were never gone. Yo, check this out. You ever notice when you talk, I start to yawn? For real though, your raps are nauseating. They're making me very sick. I guess we don't see either ad man because your head's out my dick. <laughs> Yo, that's it. I'm done with my rhyme. Eminem just gave me a contract. What do I sign? That's all, folks. There ain't no doubt. I'm through representing. Much love. Putty out. Oh, shit. 
Easy, wow. Easiest one of my life. <laughs> wow. Who won? Who's next? You decide. Well, Green Man just got served. <laughs> that was he, the easiest one of my life. You'd um, like to think so, my man. I won that shit hands freaking down. There's no way. That's the first time I've ever rapped, by the way. But you didn't rhyme. <laughs> I made it happen. And... If you agree with the green man, dial it up. 619-343-3005. In fact, let's just open up this hotline for this next week for you guys to vote. Vote either your team MJP who thinks they, he won the rap battle. Let us know why. Leave us your name, where you're from, and let us know who won this rap battle. Or was that's it... At Michael J. Party, by the way. Easy one. Green Fizzle. Green Fizzle. That, that, that's going to be my rap name. One of us didn't mess up. <laughs> oh, that was awesome. That was great. All right. Um. Michael J. Putty, it is time. It is time to get Eric Jaden, the definition of authority and sexiness, on the line. Eric, are you there, my man? I am here, my sexy green man. What's going on? What's up, baby? Before, before you even get to talk about this bullies challenge and this ultra-violent death beer pong match that they they laid out for us we have some things to talk about while we got you on the line the end of the sexy chronicle season one Mm -hmm. the end of that left more more questions than answers what's going on how are you feeling do you feel okay uh that was a great great episode uh you know the definition of authority and sexiness hasn't been feeling well lately green man you know it's a lot of stuff going on my skin gets bubbly it gets hot Wow. So, you know, I've been throwing up, especially when the moon comes out. Interesting. Uh, yeah, it's very weird. So that night I was filming a promo. Yeah. And it happened that, the you know, the full moon was out. You know, I, it was weird. I mean, you saw me. I, I was filming. I dropped the camera. I started throwing up. I don't know. Are you feeling okay feeling. now, though? Are yeah, you- I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. I mean, but uh, something's happening inside me. And, uh, you know, something something's definitely going to come out very soon, I think. It's, wow. Uh, I don't know. I can't control it. I really can't. It's just coming out, and there's not much I could do about it. A fun fact. I saw you throw up. I threw up. <laughs> <laughs> it's contagious. But it's sexy, cro- sexy Chronicles, man, it's going really good. Like, And I'm, and I'm very happy because uh, it's, it's, it's funny we're talking about this right now. I have people messaging me pretty much for the last week or so who are really, are really saying, hey, I like this. I enjoy this. And it's great because it was humble beginnings. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's and I guess you guys can relate to me when you guys first started a podcast. I'm starting this this web series. I started with what 20, 30 views. Yeah. Then 40, 50, 60, 70. This last episode is reaching 200. So it doesn't seem like a lot, but it's it's a it's a milestone for me because it's an accomplishment that you know that people catching on to this and people are liking it and it's different. Uh, it's not not like the other. Well, there's not too many web series that they're doing. You know, wrestlers are doing this. Yeah. Other than the big, other big one, I can say is the elite. The elite. Yeah. Yeah, they do it. I mean, they're doing it big, and they're doing you know, but they they mix a little bit of little story. They mix a little bit of uh, they break kayfabe, obviously, because that's their biggest thing. But mm-hmm. um, and then before that, you know, one of my guys, I've been looking. You know, one of the guys I've been I'm chasing after, Joy Ryan. He had something similar to this, which inspired. The sexy chronicles mm-hmm. and i just decided to put a little twist into it you know just show my you know my private life a little bit you know show behind the scenes behind the curtains you know of, of wrestling shows 
And since I'm a huge 80s mark. Yeah. <laughs> I, couldn't, I, I couldn't tell. <laughs> you could, if, if you can't tell, uh, I decided to throw in a lot of 80s stuff in there. That's why you'll see stuff from 80s shows. You've seen The Night Rider. Night Rider. Eight, uh, nah, I was going to say A-Team. A-Team is coming down the line. Uh, <laughs> there was a Lord. clip. That clip, it was actually very important. That clip, a lot of people, and maybe you guys know, but a lot of people don't know. That clip right there from Miami Vice is what really set off that Phil Collins song. Like, it really pushed it. Mm-hmm. So that's what there was a meaning behind that. And then you see the, like, the transitions with the Transformers cartoon. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and the Batman. So it's, you know, I throw, I'm throwing a little different twist into it and just to make it different. And that's why, why I believe it's catching on because it is different. It's not being the elite. It's not what Joy Ryan did. It's a little bit different. It's bought me, you know, my, you know, my, you know, shenanigans, my ongoings, everything about the Sexy Chronicles. You guys were in it, and thank you very much for being part of that. Oh, thank you. Uh, pleasure. That was awesome. You know what I'm saying? And just showing, you know, how many having a good time, you know, and, you know, my life as a wrestler and, and, and people who I meet, you know, like you guys and, and uh, my sexy rap brothers. You know, which I haven't spoken to uh, before. And then, yeah. unfortunately, we're leading into those jackasses who drink that craft beer. But we'll talk about them in a little bit. Do you uh, do you plan this accordingly? Or does it, when it just happens, do you think I'm walking down the street, let me record? Or do you think today I'm going to go record something? I plan. And then I also have the spontaneous moment. Like today, uh, I was actually at Queen Center Mall. Uh, and... I was picking up some, some, uh, I, I actually caved in today, Green Man. You're going to love this. I caved in because I usually carry my own food around. Okay. And, uh, I didn't have it today. So I caved in and went to Chipotle. <laughs> I gave him my $10 for a freaking, for the rice bowl. And as I was going up the staircase, this is great. You're going to see it on, on the, uh, first episode of season two. Uh, I was, I was checking out this gorgeous chick. I mean, she was super hot. And she was with a couple other people, and I was taking a look at her, and all of a sudden, she drops her pants down. This is all <laughs> legit. Okay. Drops her pants down, dude. I literally, like, I'm trying to, I'm fumbling with my phone and shit, and I'm like, I gotta take a picture of this shit. And I said, you have the greatest ass ever. And she, and she and I couldn't get it. And then, like, she goes, you want to see it again? I said, yeah. And she claps <laughs> the pants down again, and I took a picture of it, and you will see it. Not now, but coming soon, you guys, everybody out there. Episode one, season two of the Sexy Chronicles, you will see it. It was actually very funny. What made you do seasons, not just like a regular uh, scheduled show? Again, just to be different. You know, uh, I know like the the other ones, they just continued episodes. Like you do right now, go to the, I guess if you go to Being an Elite, I don't know what episode they're up to. They just keep going. I wanted to break it up and just be different. So then when the second season comes out, you'll see a brand new uh, show opener. You'll see new new, uh, transitions. You'll see, you know, different stuff on there. So just keeping it, keeping it different, keeping it, you know, keep, so the I can get the the fans' interest and keep the fan interest in coming and keep watching the show. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Well, well, let's move on a little bit. Congratulations, by the way, on your on retaining the BWF championship. Great, great job. You and Oscar are probably the longest reigning champions in the world of professional wrestling right now. <laughs> I think so. I think I lost track. I'm I, I'm easily over I, over 600 something days. I got to look back. Uh, it's great. I, I I'm actually very happy about that because uh, as the second longest reigning champion up in the Bronx is Bronco, 
and mm-hmm. I never thought I would actually beat his his uh, his uh, record. I beat it, surpassed it, and what's been great is that I was have been able to take that title, defend it in other places, mm-hmm. and and just give it you know give it some name recognition. It's different, you know, like people know it better now, you know, and uh, it's a it's sexy nice. title, it, by the way. Very it is sexy. sexy title. I it love is. it. I love the white strap. I want to, I want to add a little bit of, of glitter and gold to it, but uh, mm. BWF is giving me a hard time about it. <laughs> <laughs> make it your uh, but own. But I'm trying to make it my own. Um, but it's great. It's you know, I'm, I'm very happy that they, 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 you know, they feel that you know that I'm worthy of holding it, you know, and, and pushing it on there. And it's been great. And now we're leading into a big, uh, a big feud with Legendary Action Wrestling. Uh, they're slowly coming into the Bronx, and I've been actually fighting them off by my, not by myself, but it feels like I'm fighting them off by myself. You're leading uh, the charge. I'm leading the charge. Uh, and Legendary Action Wrestling now, Frankie Flo, he has become the brand new BWF United States champion. That dude is huge, by the way. So, yeah, he's a big, oh, big dude. So I have to contend with him now. Coming from Legendary Action Wrestling, I have their their champion also in the Bronx now, and I have to contend with him. So it's it's uh, it's going to be very interesting, and if, I you know, and if for you fans out there, it's going to be one major hell of a war. And uh, I wouldn't miss it. Legendary Action Wrestling and BWF uh, uh, leading to something huge, and just you know, keep your eyes open. Well, while we're talking about wars, the yes. Boulevard Bullies issued a challenge that set Ooh. off a war. Between you, myself, and these and these uh, these crap beer assholes, we even had a phone call that came through. Hi, it's Private First Class Anderson. Uh, I just want to say that crap beers are for queers. Thank you. That's right. The fans are behind you. What what is your response, Eric Jaden? What do you accept this challenge? Do you, please let us oh, know what's in your mind. Oh fuck yeah, I accept the challenge. I mean. We talked about it at the last episode, episode 69. I, I don't get and I don't understand this whole... It's like everybody's become these a uh, craft beer fucking expert. Like, how about fuck you, okay? Yeah. All right? yeah. It, I, what's wrong with fucking Budweiser? What's wrong with Bud Light or Coors Light mm. or, or, or Corona or, or the Dos beer beers? Or Dos Equis. That's real PBR. beer. Hell fucking, yeah, exactly. that's a man's beer. Exactly. So for me, to be quite honest, all these guys who want to fine-tune the beer, they want to add apple and cranberry <laughs> and all this other stupid shit, you know, it's pussy beer. It really is. So for in my book, the Boulevard Bullies are a bunch of pussies because they drink pussy beer. I bought Bud Light Platinum today. Have you had that one? That's good stuff. That's another one? Yeah. Good stuff. The platinum. Oh, it's good stuff. Yeah, I just can't deal with these little bullshit beers. And, and you know what? The Boulevard Bullies got cut the balls to even big think cojones. they can come to us. Yeah, big balls Shit. to come after us. Really, to come after us and challenge us? No, I challenge accepted, man. Yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll we'll take them on. What is it? What do you want to do? A beer pong death match? This shit like that? Whatever. Bring it on. Nice. You know, I was a little bit afraid at first. But knowing yes. that you have my back in an ultra-violent death match of beer pong, I, mm-hmm. I think we could do this. I totally oh, we think them. we got this. Yeah, uh, we, we got this. Now, is there going to be thumbtacks on this beer pong? Like, is the table going to be set on fire? I have no idea. But uh, They could bring the thumbtacks, barbed wire, 
Uh, they can wrap the dicks in fucking uh, in glass. I don't give a shit <laughs> going on. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, they're a bunch of craft beer drinking pussies. Beer That's snobs. All. That's yeah, what they exactly. are. They're beer freaking snobs. There you go, Boulevard Bullies. Challenge accepted. Green Man, Eric Jaden. We're ready to rock and roll. Just tell us the, the place and the time, baby. We're there, baby. All right. Sounds good. Thanks for calling in, buddy. All right. Not a problem, guys. Thank you so much. See you soon. Bye. Now to a big surprise that we've kept all boxed up through this whole show. Michael J. Putty, we have a very special guest with us next week. I've, I, I've tried to keep it in me, but it's about time that we release the Green Man. We release who is our special guest interview next week on A Shot of Wrestling. Hello, stupid. This is Matthew Ryan Shapiro, and I will be the guest on next week's episode of A Shot of Wrestling. And if you know it's good for you, take a couple of shots, find that fat girl you'll want to get home with at the bar, and listen to me talk to these blithering idiots right here on A Shot of Wrestling. All right, my man. Are you excited? Next week, Matthew Ryan Shapiro. But I just uh, heard the Eric Bischoff podcast. Like I just downloaded it while you were talking. Well, apparently, Matthew Ryan Shapiro left some stuff on the table, and he wasn't able to express himself fully. On the Eric Bischoff podcast, so he's coming to a shot of wrestling. Going to take some shot with us. Hey, whoever that fat girl he mentioned at the bar is, bring her along too. We don't discriminate. We do not. Not at all. We like we like them thick. We like them slender, petite, girthy. However, you like the women, we like them too. Any go home thoughts, Michael J? Nothing. Just uh, feeling great, feeling uh, high in my victory. That is utterly destroyed. <laughs> Utterly destroyed you. Um, <laughs> wasn't even a competition. Are you kidding me? I killed you. I don't think so. Murdered. No. Slaughtered. Okay. I'll let you think that whatever world you live in. <laughs> wow. Michael J. Putty. I came across something this past week. Uh, it, w- it was very weird. It, w- it was an old Google document that I saved on my Gmail. It is an old sociology 203 criminology paper that I wrote labeled the Cripplers social collapse interested no no you're not i know you're not but i just i just found it interesting michael j putty because we're we're coming upon we just recently passed last week's show was 10 years since chris benoit murdered his family um yeah i said it. i said his name the name that should not be mentioned and uh you know, I came up the, uh, around this this paper I wrote back in college, and I was like, "Holy shit!" I wrote about wrestling. I fucking sounded intelligent. No, no beer and, it, and it was great. I mean, just to give you an insert, I fucking work cited the shit out of it. Um, nothing here to eat or drink. I, I I would love to read it to you, but we are running out of time. You know, the producers are telling me to wrap it up, but uh, maybe we'll post it on our website, a shot of wrestling dot com. How about that? Yeah. Okay. We can make that happen. Um, but it's great. If you or someone you know has written any wrestling papers in their college days, please email us at inbox at a shot of wrestling.com. We'd love to read them. Maybe we'll read parts of it on a show on, on a segment we would like to call a shot of knowledge. How about that? That's great. Well, Michael J. Putty. Yes. Yeah. If you were playing along with this week's drinking game, we said over eight times, eight times tonight. Uh, make it nine because your rap career was over before you even started. <laughs> well, okay, okay. 
I don't know. For some people, you may be drunk. For some people, uh, you're just getting the night started. So that's how many times we said the word over. Great. Well, follow us if you want to follow us on a shot of wrestling on Facebook and Instagram and shot of wrestling no a on Twitter. This show is from the fans and it's to the fans and this is your forum to discuss your thoughts. Have fun with it and who knows, your thoughts could be part of next week's show. To be part of the conversation, dial it up. 619-343-3005. For more information or to be a sponsor, email us at inbox at a shot of wrestling.com. That is it for me, Michael J. I'm going to grab another Miller Lite, another Bully Wiser. I'm out. Y'all, I hope you're paying attention. There's going to be a pop quiz. To quote my man Yoda, out the putty is. Hey, baby, I hear the bell ring in hip tosses and body slams. Oh, my. And maybe you seem a bit confused. Yeah, baby, but I got you pinned. Ha, 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 But I don't know what to do when I see them with that golden case. They're cashing it in. Authority all in my face. What is a man to do? Good night, everybody.